Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Yeah, that's right. Coming at you with another YDBT Daily. That's right. We're talking a little more smack today on a Thursday. We are probably going to be on for an hour and a half because, you know, I think every live stream going forward should be an hour and a half. Um, the hour shows are fine, but sometimes we're on a roll and I'd rather go long than go short. Hey, yo. but if it's stale and uh, stagnant, I'll just get the hell off the show. So today, what we're going to talk about is a bunch of stuff that's happening and industry rumor. First of all, people started already gouging the Dark Horse Mustang. That's right. A dealership in New York has a Dark Horse Mustang listed for, guys, $91,000. Not seventy-five, not eighty-five. $91,000. And I'll show you that listing. It's on Car Gurus. It's nothing that's just screenshotted and manipulated. It's literally on Car Gurus where they listed a dark horse, 500 horsepower, less than a GT350 Mustang for $91,000. Something like $25 or $30,000 markup. We're also going to talk about the beloved Skyline name. One of the names that in JDM culture is you know, like saying Celica, it's like saying Supra, it's like saying something classic in the JDM world, Skyline, been around forever. It's going to go out as a SUV and not just any SUV, an EV SUV like the Mach-E. Could you imagine if you're a JDM fan and Nissan goes ahead and slaps the Skyline name on an absolute junker, regardless of the power it makes, regardless of the performance, it is not in the spirit of what the Skyline ever was. And also, we're going to talk about Jim Farley getting in his feelings and blocking people. That's right. Had a uh, guy that I follow on uh, in uh, Twitter. He shouted out to Jim Farley. Hey, how come Tesla's able to, able to make profits, but Ford's not able to make profits? And he blocked him. The weirdest Weirdest thing I've ever seen. But before we do that, we're going to have our new buddy over at Nitrous Outlet announce the show. I am sick of y'all shit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. You done fucked up. You done fucked up. <laughs> All right? Oh, so you guys brother. can go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm tired of being nice. You tell him, buddy. That's that's how we do it here. Okay, so. Ah! You got to love it when he does that stuff. Yeah, two out of solution, two out of solution in Puerto Rico. Going 190 mile an hour in his Corvette. 168 of GTV50 with an ESS. ESS is slowly taking over the supercharged game. Race motive, they have a race coming up. If you want to see roll racing cars with PPG coverings and great detail and Enki wheels and Ford Stars. Or Ford Stars? Ford's lines. Race motive is where you go. DNAHappPerformance.com, performance. he'll punch you in the face and he'll sell you a four innovations level two at the same time. Wheels, spark plugs, you name it, he's got it. DNAHappPerformance. Parkfarm.com, again, the best used Mustang car parts place, period. I asked them for a, I asked them for a simple little reservoir for the clutch. They sent me the whole damn booster. Love you guys. Cockformance, Cockformance.com, Cockformance. Greg, he is saying, Kong Performance, Corvette guy, LT guy, Chevy shit, hit him up. Ultimate Header, ultimateheader.com, Ultimate Header. On Instagram, the best headers, S197, S550, if you only made Corvette headers. P 
PMAS, Nick James, PMAS, PMAS, Nick James. I want to send you some cold airs to do some testing for turbulence and calamar transmission. Calamartransmission.com. Calamar transmissions on Instagram. That's right. 3160, 2024 transmissions, MTD2s, D4 MTD2s, and 11 through 17. In my opinion, Ben Calamar should just buy nothing but 11 to 17 gear ratios from G-Force and offer that because most of the guys like that zippy feeling as opposed to the gear split on the D4 version of the MT-82. Let's say hi to the people and then we're going to show you that Jim Farley's up in his feelings. We're going to show you the skyline and then we will show you that Mustang. For $91,000, 2000 MCR, Joe Swish, The Wolf, TJ Sikorsky, 94 GT Vert, Darren Harper, Monty 540, DR Fox, Bryson Witt, Cuomo, HTF, Grad, and Travis were the first people that said hello. JD Swag, one of the mods. It's Oman, Maki Mock, Izzy R, Back Tacoma, Brian, 03 Cobra, 508 Josh, Nukem F for the Skyline, 305 RS3, Alfredo Diaz, Agent Orange, Douche Did It, Angel Puerto Rico, Edwin Rosari, Rosado Jr., Matt 2011, XTS Bar, Ignacio B. Lavesh, Mendoza's Coyote, Elver Galarga, more cues, more boost, uh, Harley Taquache Mode, Chris Gregoryovich, Abdullah, Al Habasi, do I have you here? I don't think I have the Indian song. I think I got rid of it. There it is. That's Habibi music. It makes no sense. Really? It doesn't make sense? You think this shit doesn't play in the local hookah bar where you're at? You're telling me you've never heard this at your hookah bar? Mentiroso. Ray Ray, GT Frank, Boost Willis, Jared Wells, one of one RTR, Chris, Cow, <laughs> Velocity, Xcon, Bengale, Pacho, Chris, Monty 540, 5-Way Josh, Modulus, Mike S, Glassroof, Coyote, Anthony, Leon, Phelps, more pews, more boost, Mike S, Eddie Winslow, what? RC Connection, JD Swag, Nat Jew, Gallo Bravo, Tuan, Legend, Kenny G, Dissect, Hauser, Coyote Austin, Francisco, Antonio Tita, and SK Productions. I have never heard that song in my hookah bar. <sighs> Shut up. Yeah, you have. Okay, let's <laughs> let's go right to cargurus.com. Go to cargurus.com and do yourself a favor and type in 2024 Mustang Dark Horse. Bam! Suck a dick. New 2024 Mustang Dark Horse. $91,000. Shout out to you. What dealer is this? What freaking psychopath dealer is this? Lincoln of Smithtown, New York. Hey, yo, what's the problem, huh? Look at me. I want to sell my dark horse for a little extra money. What's the big deal? Some stupid goomba's going to come in here and buy it out. Hickory dickory dot. Fucking clown show up in New York. Ninety-one. Thousand dollars. Whoa. Seven. Imagine. Imagine this the, the guy writing you up. Like the guy writing you up goes, All right, uh, how much are you gonna put down? Nothing. What do you mean you're not gonna put nothing down? I'm not gonna put shit down. You make it work. You wanna finance, you wanna offer a car for thirty plus thousand dollars over MSRP? Then guess what? Make the bank work for it. I can't do that. You got to give some, you got to put some, well, hold on. Let me take a bite of my, uh, uh, <laughs> let me take a bite of my, um, what the fuck do these assholes eat? I don't know. <laughs> what, do, what, what do Italians eat? Some greasy net. Let me take a bite of this, uh, <laughs> a stromboli. <laughs> 
okay, you got to put something down on this, buddy, because you got to work with me. Okay, shithead, you want to sell me this thing? I got the income. I got the credit. Fuck the markup. Well, I can't sell you that, buddy. $91,000, you fucking clown. But you know what? Some stupid-ass, clout-chasing asshole that wants to, you know, buy it for two years or maybe... In How the fuck do you finance this? 45000 down and finance the actual MSRP? This is ridiculous. Shout out to you, the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet, Lincoln of Smithtown. Wow. What the fuck is going on? You ready for more bullshit? You ready, you ready to see an abortion? Check this out. That's right. This is what your Nissan Skyline might look like someday. Obviously, this is not it. But they're saying the Nissan Skyline will become an electric SUV report. The Nissan Skyline is one of the blah, blah, blah. So Japanese outlet best car, which indicates development of the Skyline sedan has been frozen. Instead, the Nissan is the Nissan. Nissan is support is reportedly developing its next generation of Skyline on the basis of the Aria crossover. Aria? With its debut plan for 2025, it'll reportedly make more than 450 horsepower with multi-motor multi all-wheel drive. Who cares? This is what a Skyline's going to look like. What's next? The Torino? The Dart looks like shit. The Mustang Mach-E. I know you guys are saying, Alex, Alex, you don't understand. That's just a model of a Mustang. Well, I have a case to make with you. And this is what your future muscle car will look like. Remember last episode? I said, look, the muscle car you and I grew up with and that we know is gone. This is what, what's after Gen Z? Alpha? One Gen, uh, <laughs> they're going to say, oh my God, that's an, that's GTR. Or that's a, uh, uh, a Skyline. And you're like, no, that's not you stupid son of a bitch. Let, sit down. Let me tell you a story. Dumb little son of a bitch. That's a piece of shit right there, buddy. And unless there's some crazy revolution that happens that it totally negates anything EV, this is our future. This is what we're staring at. This is it. And finally, James Pritchard, guy that I follow on Instagram, he got blocked by Jim Farley. I thought Jim Farley was like, I thought Jim Farley was like a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I thought Jim Farley was like, like about that life. But apparently... He was like, no, I'm going to block a guy. And the reason he blocked him is maybe this meme right here. Supposedly, he posted this meme. General Lightning, Gen 3 Lightning, whatever. And it might have gotten him blocked by Jim Farley. Could you, could you imagine having such thin skin that you actually block somebody that gives you proper criticism? Look, I got guys on my Instagram Saying I got Twitter fingers and they couldn't they they couldn't fill my jock strap and I shit probably half of their weight. And these guys are out there saying I got Twitter fingers and I'm wait till I see you in person and I'm like, okay, you're gonna see me in person and you're gonna shake my fucking hand and ask me what I do for calf workouts, you fucking clown. But this guy is out there blocking people, and you don't understand that when you block people, you now give them more power. You got under their skin. Take that Elon Musk. I'm looking for it. I can't find it. I'm actually, here it is. No, I, I deleted it. Apparently, I deleted Take That Elon Musk because I was out there putting... I am sick of y'all shit. Exactly. I'm <laughs> so, that's what we're going to talk about. And also, what we're going to talk about is this. Let's talk about Maki for a second, then we'll get to, to your questions and comments. So, I understand that the Maki GT is an, an EV model 
it's not it's not a Mustang. We all know it's not a Mustang. It's not in the spirit of Mustang. It's a, it's a sedan crossover gay shit. The other day, I literally found out that Ford doesn't make cars except for the Mustang. But it's not like other manufacturers don't make rear-wheel drive V8s. Like, Chevy makes rear-wheel drive V8s. They make two of them. They make the Blackwing, CT5 Blackwing, and they make the C8. And then they have two models of the C8 with an upcoming ZR1. Ford? But people think that's like the last muscle car. Well, well, do you don't think a 640-horsepower sedan is a muscle car? No, Alex, it has four doors. Well, it performs like a muscle car. It walks like a muscle car. It sounds like a muscle car. It's probably a muscle car. No, 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 you don't get it. So do you think muscle cars have to have leaf springs? Like, I love people that put those weird, you know, check marks next to muscle cars. It's got to have leaf springs and go great in a straight line and have, like, uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, drum brakes in the front. No. If it makes power, V8, rear-wheel drive, doesn't have to be stick, doesn't have to be it. It's a muscle car. Sorry. Maybe it doesn't have the 60s and 70s definition behind it, but it's modern muscle. So the Mustang, you, you, you don't even want it. I don't even think the the Mustang is modern muscle. If you want to call that a sports car, because Challenger and Charger are over for 2024. Uh, Camaro's gone. So now it's the Mustang. People say that's the last one. No, it's not. GM is still making rear-wheel drive 600-plus horsepower cars, Z06 and the Blackwing, CT5 version. That you, if you want something in the 400-horsepower range, but you got to look at Hyundai, Kia, and all the other um, Korean and Japanese manufacturers that still make cars that make good power, but they're all mostly sedans and the coupes are kind of not, they're not really overpowered. But I digress. Because the 2024 Mustang is the exact same chassis as the 2015 to 2023, basically, like the 15 to 2023, same shit. You could take the rear end, put it in any, you could swap them around, you could change noses around, you can convert it all bolts in. I think you should be able to convert a 2024 nose. You'll see that American Muscle, Raxium, and all those places are going to absolutely have conversions or lights that bolt into the place and they just magically fit. I don't think the Mustang, 24, 25, 26, I think that's the, the last hurrah because it's an S550 chassis. Like, it's tired. Oh, boss, I'm tired. No more. Like, 79 to 93 was probably the longest running chassis of any Mustang. Am I wrong? 79 to 89, that is 10 years, plus up to 93. That's 14 years of a Fox body chassis where you can take the nose of a 79 or an arrow into a 7. You could basically swap doors, swap hatchbacks, swap everything. And I think the S550, you can do that all the way up to 2026 because they're not going to change most of the body. So what do you think is going to last longer? The Mach-E or the Mustang? Is there a foreseeable future for a Mustang as a coupe performance variant ICE vehicle? Or is there a longer future for the Mach-E variant of that vehicle? I can make the case that if the world is going to go into electrification, the Mach-E is the foreseeable future for Ford's Mustang lineup. And then they'll tweak shit here and there. They've already introduced a rally edition, meaning they're not reverting. They're not shying away from Mach-E. They're actually putting their, they're literally going into it head first. They're saying, we're going to go after, we're going to make a rally edition. We're going to make a Shelby edition. We're going to make just the gayest editions. And I think, 
this might be the last run and they're going to retool for EV stuff. I think they did a huge mistake in going nothing but EV on one side, ICE on the other, and never merging the two. I've always thought that hybrid, if you listen to the show, if you're an actual fan and a listener and a um, subscriber and member, again, that's the best way to support the show, becoming a member. You have heard me say, if they made a all-wheel drive, twin-turbo, EcoBoost, hybrid model Mustang, I'd buy tomorrow. They had their opportunity. They had the template. I thought, well, they have a great background with EcoBoost stuff. They have a, let's just say, at least they have a, a record of dealing with EcoBoost stuff. You saw high-powered EcoBoost stuff in the Raptor and the Lincoln Navigator. Why couldn't they stuff a 400 or maybe a high-output version of that twin-turbo model into a Mustang, couple it with some kind of hybrid stuff, doesn't have to be crazy, similar to what the Corvette did, and make an all-wheel drive legitimate sports car. Then you can justify sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000. Nope. They took an S550. They optimized the Coyote motor that was already in it, put a better block, two throttle bodies, two cold airs, a weaker transmission, called it a wine name, and then they charge you 60000 for that maximize basically the parts bin they went to the parts bin tweaked it here and there made remote rev and they and they and they marketed it to people that have herpes drifters what like what's next ford is remember when the ford racing catalog had uh z 302 heads cam ecam remember the ecam the alphabet cams remember remember the b cam the ecam the f cam and the x303 Remember those? Remember the GT40 upper and lower? Remember the GT40 heads? Remember the uh, Z302 bullshit? Remember that? Now, that same catalog is going to have angle kits. Now, that same catalog is going to have drift stick options. Now, that same catalog is going to have a, a ProCal tuner that you can plug in and make your key fob rev imagine that and then people say well okay boomer what do you expect i expect performance i expect something to make the car accelerate quicker or stop better no that stuff is over it's about the look it's about having two tablets it's about having a fox body digital dash it's about angle kits it's about drift sticks so which one do you think has a longer future the maki -E or the mustang ice vehicle eh, i can make the case that the maki -E is the future and they're going to retool once this tire chassis is done in the next two years. Crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Elva Galarga says, just so everyone knows, and for those who haven't watched yet, the Wraith is on YouTube for free. Guess who isn't liking the video most of the chat? And Jim Farley. Exactly. Look at that. 234 people watching, 116 likes. That's And it's probably 116 members. Members always like the show. They get it. They understand what the algorithm does. Um, all the drive coyote would make me buy another Mustang. Jake from Power by the Hour does not buy new stuff. He's a little poquito duro con el dinero. But you know what he said to me? And he said it to me in a straight face. If Ford brings out any twin turbo Mustang, I'm in. And I said, me too. If Ford came out with a twin turbo anything in a Mustang, I'm in. What they do? They offered you a 2650 that doesn't get that isn't that efficient in a 4200 pound S550 with a DCT 
that meant for more road racing than anything in roll racing, not really something to drag race. Like imagine if, if drifting is the future of performance, and drag racing is going by the wayside. By the way, shout out to Akko for closing. And another track in Florida closed the other day. So why did you go to road racing with your most expensive platform, which drag racers buy? I don't know of many. I know of a lot. But I don't know of the vast majority of guys that want to do road racing stuff. Sebring, uh, VIR, any of that stuff. They would not, they're not going to buy a hundred thousand dollar supercharged car that weighs 4,200 pounds, has really sticky tires that last three laps. They're just not going to do that. They'll buy an NA car that could just rag it out nonstop. And it's not going to really have heat soak issues, but Ford decided let's stick a DCT in a 4,200 pound car and call it the baddest thing on the planet. When that DCT in all actuality should be in a GT350. If you're going to make a all-out road race capable vehicle, that DCT should be in an, in an NA car. But they decided to stuff it in a heavy, supercharged S550. Like, what the hell are you thinking? I, again, I don't know what focus group they listen to. I don't know who's talking to them. I don't know who's steering the ship. But whoever it is, they're steering it right into the bottom of the fucking ocean. Unreal. Dodge was supposed to do that to the government, and the government said then and slammed down on the bitch. That would have been insane. A Hellcat motor with all-wheel drive, electrical front end, and drive shaft and black and back Diablo. They could do it, Edrin. But the problem is this: they need to meet certain mile per gallon standards. Like the Hellcat has a gas tax. The GT500, if I'm not mistaken, has a gas guzzler tax. It does not meet the EPA required um, mile per gallon standards of a passenger vehicle. So Dodge barely does. So imagine if Dodge now has a twin turbo, 420, whatever the hell, four, you know, 400 plus cubic inch motor, Hemi, all wheel drive based on the older platforms. And it on the street, it can cut like a 1.6 or a 1.5 or better, which I don't think it'll ever, it's just too heavy. And, and they're not going to be able to warranty. Look, Dodge talks a big game. The, the guy that um, demonology is always talking about how they're badass. He talks a great game. He sat there and actually told you with a straight face that Dodge Dart and Hornet was like a badass. Yes, he told you an electric SUV is going to be the baddest thing on the planet. And he said it with a straight face. What I, what I did like that Dodge did is they're selling you body and white race cars. Um, they still have the Dodge uh, drag pack stuff. But again, none of that stuff is street legal, so it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter to the vast majority of people. If I can't drive the cars and coffee and show off or race it at night with the boys, then it doesn't matter. Yep, buy a C5, cheap road car. Exactly. Like, if you're going to buy a cheap road racing car, S550, 2015, performance package, some springs, some brakes, and get your skills up. Naturally aspirated. Nobody's buying a $100,000 GT500 that weighs 4,000 pounds, that has a DCT, that has uh, 200 treadwear tires that cost 400 bucks each. Nobody's doing that. If they are, they're taking the tires off, putting some shit-ass tires on it, and then they get two laps in, the sucker's heat-soaked. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. I would pay $80,000 for an all-wheel drive aluminum chassis, 3,500, 3,700-pound Coyote Mustang instead of a Dark Horse or GT500 all day. If Ford announced that they fired Jim Farley, number one, they have to fire him. Under his tenure, they've lost a ton of money. They've done really bad. And that's, that's my gripe. A lot of people think that I'm just hating on Ford because I want them to fail. I don't want them to fail. I want them to correct 
And people will say, well, Alex, EV is the future. I understand if EV is the future. But what you're doing with the Mustang is going down the wrong path. You're, 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 you're revving on a key fob. You're drift sticking it. You're, you're, nobody cares about that stuff. And the people that do care are a minority. If you came out with a, I know, not everyone's going to buy a twin turbo Mustang all-wheel drive hybrid. Not, but the ones that, the ones that know, they want that shit. It could be EcoBoost. Let's say you made a four liter twin turbo, meaning you stroke, bore, whatever, the EcoBoost motor to have gobs of torque, okay? Twin turbo, Raptor spec turbos, 10R, fuck it. And then you put an electric motor that makes 200 horse to drive the front wheels, just, or the, just like the Corvette, or something to supplement. There was supposedly a um, patent that had gone out that was made for a supposed all-wheel drive Mustang. I have seen rumors of an all-wheel drive Mustang ever since GT350s came out. Remember when GT350s came out? The front rotors had splines in them, and everybody was saying that that's for an all-wheel drive Mustang. Well, where is it? I'm, I'm hoping that happens still, and if they announce a twin-turbo all-wheel drive Mustang, yes, I'll put a deposit down and I'll buy it. But I am not buying a dark horse that is inferior to the GT350. This is the test I want to see. Uh, we're going to be looking out for um, uh, Haggerty. We're going to be looking out for all of the channels that do comparisons. And this is the only comparison I want to see. I want to see a 2020 GT350R versus a dark horse. That is apples to apples. The best available Mustang for the last model year of Gen 2, basically, 2020. Gen 2, basically, because it's the GT350 runs off of a Gen 2 TC298 computer versus a Dark Horse. Do you think the Dark Horse has a chance in hell versus a... Forget a GT350R. How about a regular, good navigation um, tech package GT350. I still put my money on the GT350. We'll see if they actually make that happen. My 2018 Camaro SS had attacked gas guzzle attacks in Georgia. Ford building the Titanic too. The focus groups on Gen Z TikTokers that can't afford the cars. Pookie would pre-order one Big Bertha. Again, the Mustang is not a Gen Z car. Gen Z, okay, what do you need to buy a $60,000 car in 2023? You need a credit score. Okay. You need at least a 650 credit score. You're crazy if you have a 650 credit score and you're an adult. You should be well into the 700s, at least. You should have five to $10,000 down. Do any of you know any Gen Zer that has a 700 credit score and five to $10,000 down? No? Then you're going to meet a Gen Zer that has a $1,500 car payment on a $70,000 car. Not a $100,000 car, a $70,000 car because of interest rate and lack of down payment. And they're going to tax everything on top of the price of the car. Who are you actually selling that vehicle to Ford? Who is the key demographic of the Mustang? Is it someone that has drifting in their mind and those guys are typically young and high? Or is it someone like me, late 30s, 40s, has good credit, has plenty of down payment, can actually afford this vehicle? Who's the key demo? And does that key demo give two shits about revving on the key fob? The dork horse is a terrible value proposition. 
Correction, everyone would want one. Not everyone could afford one. Boss Mustang, Yodi, Gold Road Racing. Exactly. If you're going to go road racing, you get a Boss 302. You get an IRS-equipped S550. You can even get a Gen 1. I know a guy that lives in Miami that has probably 80,000 miles on a Gen 1 Coyote that he road races religiously. Beats the ever-living shit out of it. Had it tuned at VMP, little cold air intake, has good suspension, good brakes, and he just drives the crap out of this car. Over 100,000 miles tracks it every weekend it's still chilling why would you ever road race a 70 or 80 or 100,000 car stop it i agree bilavesh a 350r destroys a dark horse the 350 is clapping the dark horse and they should make that comparison at a track drag racing different why gt350 is not a drag car Never was. Small clutch, 3160 trans, really shitty on torque, not a drag car. Coyote, more of a drag car than the 350 because it came with the optional 10R and it has more torque at lower RPMs than the Voodoo motor. But where the GT350 shines is at a road course. So, hey, get a comparable driver or competent driver to get a GT350 versus a dark horse. I guarantee the GT350 beats it by over a second B driver on driver. So what are you? who are you selling this car to? And that's why I make fun of Ford. People think I'm just bashing him because I, some guy on Instagram who looks like he's 150 pounds says, just because you bought a Corvette doesn't mean you got to bash on Ford. Do you guys remember me bashing Ford before I even had a Corvette? Do you guys remember me saying Ford's full of shit before I even touched a Corvette? Absolutely. Stop it with that bullshit. 350 just on looks alone. Ford could have done a hypothetical all-wheel drive EcoBoost hybrid in the Taurus SHO, but, and I've thought about that, but the problem is I, I, I don't have the kind of juice. I mean, I do, but I don't. I, I could buy a Taurus and try to rag it out and try to go fast in it, but the problem is it's a sedan. None of the parts are robust. Um, transfer case, I, I, the motor, I just don't trust it. So I, I, I don't want to prove a point by being the only asshole that takes a, a SHO and runs tens in it or nines in it it's just a complete waste of time a complete waste of money no one's gonna care no one's gonna care because everyone's gonna go twenty thousand dollars into that sho for it to go nines you could have just done that in a mustang i go you're right 100 right but if ford had the balls and the nerve to do what dodge did in the last three or four years of hemi stuff where they put it in everything except the minivan durango trackhawk charger challenger they put it and they ended up putting it in a pickup truck ford would have never done that now they go well what about the raptor r what about the raptor r the raptor r doesn't impress me the gt500 doesn't impress me it's like a trans it doesn't know what it is am i a drag car am i a road race car am i a muscle car am i super refined and someone at ford would go yes we're all of those things no no you're not you can't identify as whatever the fuck you want to identify uh, one day just by a flick of a button stop it um, <clears throat> the only Gen Z guys who are into cars are the skilled, are in the skilled trades. That's it. Right. If there's a Gen Z guy, that's an electrician, that's a pipe fitter. Hey, yo, that's a welder. Those guys can afford one and go, yeah, I'll get that. But most of those guys, unfortunately end up with diesel trucks and they just roll coal in front of Tesla's all the time. Right. I bashed Ford before I bought my GT 500. I made fun of Shelby Dave. What? Okay. I mean, I am making fun of Ford guys. And if you think that I make fun of Ford be, uh, after I got my Corvette, you're not watching my stuff. 
you're not even close to watching my stuff. I'm going to go all the way back in the time machine and find when I made the Shelby Day video. And I guarantee that Shelby Day video was made three years ago. It was during COVID, if I'm not mistaken, 2020. And, I, and, and I'm pretty sure the Shelby Day video came out around there. Is this it? Let me see. No, this is something else. Okay, let me see. And it's on Instagram. Da, 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 da. Oh, wow. Jesus. Way before that. Oh, my Lord. Alex. Alex was hating on Ford for years. But no, ever since he got a Corvette. Ever since he got a Corvette. Alex hates on... Alex hates on... Let me see. When, it, when was this posted? How can I see September 8th, in the thick of COVID, I started ragging on Ford and Ford types with... Mr. Shelby Dave, please shut the fuck up. I say tensils to the ground, triple X, I don't vex. All I wanna do is flex, man, I shine in ain't due time. All I wanna do is rhyme, all these pills, what's the deal? Bricks and zennies need to chill. I see strippers in your future, rubber bands, run some pills. I keep 20s, I keep 10. Stop it. Stop it. I bet you this is going to get copyrighted, so I'll just erase that. But you know what? Don't tell me that I, was, I wasn't I was making fun of four to four people until I got my Corvette. Bro, you shut the fuck up. Stupid. Just get a twin turbo all-wheel drive proto, Jay. I think on the 24th of this month, Ford is supposed to reveal the Dark Horse R. So what's a... <laughs> it better be blown. Better have a supercharger. Better Better be twin turbo. Better be badass. Or it's going to have a 7.3 in it. Or a 6.8. The Dark Horse R. Nose heavy as shit. Um, Raptor R was a response to the TRX. Right, a response. They didn't even plan on putting that thing out. 2020 TG500 was a response to the Hellcat. Correct. They didn't even plan on putting that thing out. Ford doesn't innovate anymore. They just react. You bashed Cobros and Shelby owners in the YOLO days. Right. Right around 2020, I started making fun of everyone. Do I still have that snake? No. Do I? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Let me see. Um, let me see. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's in my... No, I think I tossed that thing. I think I think I think uh, Tony got a hold of it and fucked it up. So no, I, I got I got rid of that because it was funny. Look, that was some of the best. Like the creativity during 2020 was phenomenal because I was stuck in the house, but the creativity was just ridiculous. Right, exactly. Um, right, exactly. Names. My name is Shelby Dave and dresses like a Corvette owner. Exactly. How many revisions of the new Mustang will there be? I guarantee there's going to be at least four variants of the, uh, sh okay, we already got the GT. That's a, that's a variant. The Dark Horse. We're probably going to have a boss or some kind of other weird GT500 Shelby something because that's a moneymaker. Shelby guys are stupid as hell. You slap a Chevy, a Shelby logo on something. Shelby guys buy it. Except the Dodge Omni. Except the Dakota. Except the... What is it called? The the, the, the Grand Turismo? Not Tur what is it called? The Daytona, the Omni, the Dodge Dakota, and there was something else that Shelby put his name on that Shelby guys won't touch with a 10-foot pole. And they forget that that even exi existed. Right, what are they going to call the Dark Horse? The Dark Horse R, the Darker Horse? 
Mm. Dark Horse Retard, uh, Dark Horse Art will do rainbow colored burnouts in the reveal. Dark Horse Limited. Um, Ayo, Alex, are you buying the Rally Marquee? We would love that content. No. Darker Horse, not with Bluetooth revving on an app. Imagine, imagine. <laughs> Where is it? Hold on. Let me look at it. Let me look at it. Um, I'm trying to find the uh, the actual potential. Let me see. New folder. I'm going to try to find it. No, 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 no. This is Shelby talking that shit. Uh, JJ the boss, COVID. Uh, I was trying to find the Farley rap song, but I think I got rid of it. I think I got... <laughs> I think I got rid of the Farley rap song. I was going to say, if they <coughs> use that rap song, the Dark R horse might actually become a thing. Shelby Maverick would be a moneymaker, Mustang Sidewinder, Durango Caravan, Gen Z Doctor. Hey, Alex, did you see Can I Be Frank video with the Explorers T doing a dog event? Badass, they are fast. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, um, Nardi has a, a, a Explorers T it's look, what do you want me to what what do you what is impressive anymore when a, when a, when a tuned trackhawk can go nines when durangos can go tens when f150 rcsbs or even super cruise can go nines like i'm not impressed by an explorer st like people are going to go why well, you no i'm not impressed by it at all it sounds like wet fart it sounds like shit. When you launch an Explorer ST, it sounds awful. Every EcoBoost Mustang sounds like absolute crap. I don't care how fast it is. It sounds like shit. So I'd rather an EV fake sound than any EcoBoost launching. Have you heard a Raptor take off? That thing sounds like fart and diarrhea. And you're like, you paid $100,000 for a truck that sounds like diarrhea when it launches? You actually paid for an exhaust that makes it sound like wetter diarrhea? I'm good. Um, remember when Jim Owens from Ford Performance said Venom kills demons? Oh, what's up, buddy? How you doing? You want to say hello to the people? He's been saying he's, he's been making a lot of appearances lately. Just blessing, blessing our chat with oh, you have the good chest rubs. Oh my God, he loves this shit. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Um, when he said Venom kills demons before he released the 2020 GT500, never happened. Right, right. The GT500 needs all the nannies on the planet to run what a demon would run similarly equipped. And the demon is heavier by a bunch. So let's say you give the demon the same treatment you give the GT500. Who do you got your money on? I got my money on the demon. Call me crazy. Um, <clears throat> JD Swag says, Leon Phelps, he did. He also went to Jay Leno Garage and started crawling and Jay said don't do that again started crawling what do you mean what are you talking about um like a running dump in a bowl of pudding exactly v6 owners go on gelato and coffee dates <laughs> very good so i think that the mustang has a couple of years before you're probably going to start hearing rumblings of a full ev lineup again the government is mandating it so it's just a matter of time dodge is going to have to do something with that stupid stupid car that makes a whole bunch of what the hell's wrong with boy uh they're going to have to make something happen with that charger variant that's electric i don't think that's going to be good like if people were used to ice performance running eights because you saw what happened with the boosted boys took all the panels out of a tesla model s plaid and it didn't gain zero to 60 i don't think it has anything to do with arrow because that's stupid 
but I think there's a predetermined torque curve that car is to achieve. And unless you can get into the programming, I think it has a predetermined torque curve regardless of the weight. Now, after that, after 60 miles an hour, it's pure acceleration as long as the car is not fighting traction. But the initial 0 to 60 or 0 to 100 is determined by the computer and the nannies. It is like a clock. Like no matter what happens, the torque curve should allow for this car to go this fast 0 to 60 regardless of the weight, regardless of everything. And it'll probably actually pull power back if it's lighter to achieve the same torque curve. So I, I think unless you can get into the programming of a EV and blaze the tire, like can you totally disable the traction control from a Model S Plaid, launch it, and have all four wheels just blaze? Can you? I don't think you can. I think there's a traction control feature in there always. Uh, it's a darker horse. No hard R, but that gets you in trouble. Right. <laughs> They'll put a G in there. Um, good one, Anthony. Look, I I think Ford kind of missed it, but I don't think, I don't 100% blame Ford. Dodge is going to be in it too. I think the, the luxury brands are the only ones. Stay with me here. Because luxury brands operate outside of a bubble, Nobody would have thought a Cadillac Escalade V was possible. Nobody thought that. Who the hell thought that was going to be a possible thing in this modern age? They operate They operate outside of the bubble, meaning uh, miles per gallon, they don't care. Rolls-Royce has been selling cars of V12s forever, over $100,000. So has Bentley. They operate outside of that bubble. They understand that certain customers are willing to pay whatever to have the best of everything. So Cadillac, Aston Martin, Bentley, Mercedes, all those people can still make an ICE vehicle that gets awful miles per gallon. Gas has a gas guzzler tax, but that sucker has twin turbo, V8, 800 pound-feet of torque, gets eight miles a gallon, just gets it, has its ICE, and it might have some hybrid stuff in it. And it doesn't matter because their customer base are rich people. And rich people want the best of the best and they're willing to pay for it. People like a Ford are not afforded that hail. They're not afforded that kind of treatment because nobody looks at a Mustang and goes, I'm willing to pay $100,000 for a Mustang. Except psycho Shelby owners. Because it's a Mustang. It's an S550. I could literally bolt everything from a GT500 into an S550. And don't you dare say it's a Shelby. Because if I can bolt everything from an S550 Shelby GT500 into a V6 S550, it's a fucking Mustang. Same thing as 13 or 14 guys. Actually, 07 to 14 guys that say it's not a Mustang, it's a Shelby. Actually, it says it says Mustang in my in my title. Booster Boys has a roll cage on it now, and they're going to the track. I'm interested to see how it does. Me too. Like, I don't watch Boosted Boys. It's not my key demographic or anything like that. But I'm interested to see what that Tesla will do 60 to 130. I don't care about the 0 to 60. I think it's a predetermined torque curve. There's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. But after that, once traction has been fully achieved, I think then you'll be able to see 
what a 700-pound lighter car can do. Tony El Tigre. The TC is what makes it that fast. If you take it off, it'll be like an on-off switch, meaning full power or nothing. I understand. That's why I think you need access to the torque vectoring or the torque curve. Let's say, okay, let's say you have a, a, VF, a, a variable frequency drive, a VFD, and the VFD ramp is predetermined in the programming. Have you ever heard a electric motor at a, at a power plant turn on? Um, most have VFDs. Some old ones still have an on-off switch, boom, and the coupling almost explodes each time. But every VFD has a, it has a ramp. So if I don't have access to Tesla's ramp, meaning I want to be able to ramp in the torque quicker, meaning let's say I hit it hard, soften it like a boost controller, just like an AMS 2000. I want to leave on 10 pounds of boost and I want to ramp it in within a second to 25 pounds of boost once the tire sticks. Same thing with a Tesla. Let's say I ramp it in too hard and it spins all four drag radials. Okay, let me back it off on the screen. Let me bring the curve down. And I think I've achieved full hook at 30. And then you ramp in all the juice. Unless you have access to that, I don't think you're going to have any quicker 0 to 60 times on a Tesla. <clears throat> so a hybrid EcoBoost Mustang would sound exact same and people would have to get over that and go fast. If they had, okay, it can sound, Darren Harp, like a farting Raptor or a GTR, right? GTR is a V6, 4 liter if I'm not mistaken, twin turbo car. Why doesn't it sound like farts? It sounds freaking great. The hopped up GTRs sound pretty amazing when they launch. So if you have a 4 liter, twin turbo, EcoBoost, it might actually, and you can actually tune the exhaust to have it not sound like farts, I think you might have a winner there. But what does that car cost Ford to make and how much money do they have to put it up for sale to make money on? Probably $80,000, something stupid. Would you own a Tesla anytime soon? Not sure I'd buy one even if I could afford one. Um, Not unless I commuted a lot. You understand, like I, I work from home and I'm very lucky. But let's say for instance, I worked at a physical location, but I wanted to live out in the country and I'm 50 miles away from my job, I'd be crazy not to buy a Tesla if I had a home charger. Again, the Tesla, I think, is a great commute vehicle. It'd be really stupid for you to commute to work every day in a Mustang. That's dumb. In a Charger, in a Challenger, in a, in a hot rod. My Escalade is not something I commute a lot on. I drive to the grocery store, power by the hour, and if I go out of town, it's once every quarter. And if I go to the track, it'll probably be once every two months. That's a perfect vehicle for me. But if I was to have a job um, an hour away from my house, house, because I want to live in the country, and I have to commute every day, you you'd be crazy not to get a Tesla. You, you you drive 50 miles in, drive 50 miles back. You could probably drive for four days before you have to charge it up, and then you charge it up overnight at your house. That's what those cars are made for. Is there supposed to be an Enetray Factory X Dark Horse is going to be SI? Who cares? Who cares? That, who cares? Nothing in the, nothing in the uh, Factory X uh, program will ever translate to anything on the street. Some Lenko five-speed, some high-revving Ford engine. Like 
what super Cobra Jet stuff translated to street stuff? Go. Tell me which speed density because it's a speed density calibration. Which super Cobra Jet stuff translated to stuff on the street? The Whipple? The 3.8 that is only good on super duper crazy built engines? The 3.0 is king. You and I both know if you know if you've ever seen what's happening out there, the 3.8 doesn't perform that much better than the 3.0 at full song. But recent recent findings show that the 3.0 spun to higher than 20 psi just kind of eats itself. But in my opinion, for a street car, 20 psi 3.0, king. A 3.8, useless. So are you gonna say, well, Alex? The Super Cobra Jet program birthed the 3.8. The blower that's on the Super Cobra Jets, you cannot get your hands on. They are ported to death and they rev to 9,500 RPMs on a Gen 1 computer speed density calibration. That's right. GFD3, if I'm not mistaken, is the computer used on Super Cobra Jets, which is a GT500 computer with custom shit. To make it run speed density, 9,000 plus RPMs. That doesn't translate to the street. So what the hell do I care what Factory X does? I don't care. Um, Can't wait exactly. Alex running an extension cord to his apartment power wall. You know what one of the guys does here? I have two garages that I rent here. One of the guys took the little button where you close and open the garage, had an electrician come in and wire up a Tesla charger. He gets free charging from the complex. Very slow, but that sucker will charge overnight. If Ford would go back to individual exhaust ports versus one large exhaust port for all cylinders, giving it more of a pulse sound, it would help a lot. Four liter twin turbo V8 and no gas guzzler tax. Good evening, brother. Need to get with you about Coyote swapping a three-valve. Ryan Freeman, support at LundRacing.com. I'm not trying to pawn you off. Anything tuning-related, I cannot talk outside of the system because then it looks like I am doing weird shit with Lund Racing. Now, if you want to ask my advice, you should talk to Matt Sopa. You want three valve coyote in three valve body advice? You talk to Matt Sopa. I think it's makeitmodular.com. Let me see. Let's give Matt Sopa a shout out. He's a good guy. He's a drifter, so so sorry about that. Make it modular, LLC, Victory Loves. Yes, this is him. <clears throat> so, shout out to Matt Sopa. If you want to swap your 05 to 10 GT with a Coyote, you go here and you just talk to them. Here it is. Early S197 Coyote Swap Wiring Guide. He has super duper angle kits for you herpes filled suckers and you s197 full angle kit so when you're getting butt raped by your um love your gay lover and you know avoiding the herpes sore so he doesn't get it that month you can put these on but anyway making it make it modular <laughs> shout out to them um if you want early s197 wiring coyote swap instructions that's who you talk to all lund racing is this this is all Lund Racing does. What computer do you have? What tuner? What injectors? What fuel? What cold air? Outside of that, it's not our shit. What do I need to do to make it fit into my F100? I don't know. We know, but we don't. We're not in that business of sitting there and holding your hand through a swap process. You tell us what you got. We'll tell you whether it's good or not. 
But when it comes to chassis-specific things, how do I make the gauges work on a 94 Cobra? I don't know. Talk to Power by the Hour, Ryan. Yes, Power by the Hour also. The company I work for built all the Tesla bearings and GM EV bearings. They've been talking about adding free charging ports. If they do, I'm buying a Tesla. You want to hear something funny? Um, hold on. I want to show you something that was hilarious. Did you know that you do have to do all changes in a Tesla? What on a Tesla requires lubrication? Come on, guys. What on a Tesla requires lubrication? What if they find out? Forge 37, all-wheel drive, hybrid Mustang. Go. I'd do it. Calling up with Cephalus when ready. Sheldon Ray says, tans wouldn't take much with an SHO, would it? I don't know, but I'm not willing to spend $10,000, $20,000 to find out. Drivetrain. That's right, Matt's, Matt, Matt 2011 GT. The Tesla needs an oil change. It is not. It is not 100% petroleum-free. Tesla has an oil filter on their gearbox. That's right. For you guys that virtue signal Tesla not needing oil, well, guess what, motherfucker? What the hell is that? I am not psycho. I understand that the Tesla has its place in this world. But don't tell me oil-free because these things require an oil change. Because the filter right here, the Tesla filter, is filtering the gearbox oil. So anyone has an issue with Tesla saying that? If you have a guy that says, I like Tesla because we don't got to fuck with oil, show him this clip of the video on this show and show him that Alex showed you that these things have oil. My man, you know when I swap it, where I'm coming to get that baby too and appreciate you guys, I mean, you're going to go to Lund Racing to get tuned. Axle, gear drive, the rear, exactly. Someone said the windshield trans, probably hubs where the motors are, the gearbox. Tesla's doing oil changes because gears, because it uses ATF. What, what, is that not an oil? Is that not an oil? I'm sorry, is it petroleum based? People. Coal power for the wind. Nothing on this planet that reciprocates or turns does not not use oil. Windmills. What do you think is in those gigantic windmill gearboxes? You think it's just lubricated by soy? No. Oil. A lot of oil. Why do you think when they catch on fire, it is spectacular? <laughs> Never thought it actually has an oil filter. Exactly. Some bearings have one seal. The other side of the bearing is open for constant fresh fluid. We have free charging at my work, says Neil Terrio. I would consider it when we need to replace the next vehicle for sure. Look, if you have a commuter vehicle, if you commute more than 50 miles or 40 miles to work, You'd be crazy not to consider a Tesla. If you do it right, you can get crazy incentives. You can get um, government incentives, state incentives. You There was a guy that had a thread on Reddit or, or um, Twitter that he says he his Tesla cost him 12,000 bucks. And let me see, Tesla for 12,000 bucks. Let me see, uh, let me search. Tesla for $12. Let's see if let's see how good the, the search engine is on this thing. Uh da, 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 Tesla twelve thousand dollars. Win a Tesla Model S. Da, 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 da. There was a guy that posted new listing eighty two thousand five. I guess the search feature is not that good on, on Twitter. But there was a guy that posted on Twitter 
let me let me type it on Google. I bought a new Tesla for twelve thousand dollars. Nope, nope. Tesla buyer, Tesla full self drive. How much does it cost to own a Tesla? Nah, Google's Google search engine is really bad for. It's really good for certain things like porn, but it's really bad when you want to find actual information or COVID stuff. Good, good stuff. Uh, <laughs> ATF is air turbine fuel. Air turbine fuel. I meant, what if the apartment people find out that that guy put a Tesla charger in the apartment? I don't think they give a fuck. Because it's such a slow charge, it doesn't matter. I have, technically, you're not supposed to use their electricity. But the button that opens and closes the garage door and the plug that plugs into the garage door opener, I literally put a T connection in there, run an extension. I run the fan, the battery chargers. I run everything out of that thing. I run the compressor. I run the radio. I run everything out of that thing. Fuck you, you know? Turvy, how are you not a member? Tur no, no one's a, look. Turvy being a member, you think Turvy? Do I have the Turvy music or did I erase that too? Because if I erase the Turvy music, I'm gonna be mad. Oh no, I got it. So, whew, I'm happy. Ten or eight is lubricated with KY jelly. Uh, okay, what's happening? Did he really say ATF is not an oil? I, I think so. Windmills leak a lot of oil too. I use wet platinum. The plastic body panels are petroleum based as well. Tire sheathing and a ton of of, of other, other shit. I love Tesla owners that are oblivious as to what a Tesla is. It's a car that has rubber tires that, that requires a lot of fossil fuels to make that, those things happen. You think, you think the Tesla is made without any fossil fuels? You think the trucks delivering them, vast majority are not? Do you think the deliveries of hard materials? Do you think the mining equipment that mines the raw materials for those things are not petroleum-based uh, mining vehicles? Please stop. Don't ever say you... You have a 100% non-petroleum-based vehicle. Please stop that. Whoever says that and owns a Tesla, you are grossly misinformed. Everything that moves needs some kind of lube. It's not only electrical things that can get away with graphite. Uh, glad to see you on Facebook, Alex. I don't really use anything else. Oh, I got you, brother. Look, my social media manager has done a really good job of upping my reach a lot. Okay, They went out there and started posting on Instagram all the time and posting on Facebook all the time. And I started posting on my regular um, Facebook, just funny things here and there, the $91,000 Mustang and the Skyline. And it did really well. And I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll get on Facebook because now I don't have to just worry about this. The Alex Flores page and the Instagram is handled by somebody else that I pay them every week to do. <clears throat> so it allows me a little more freedom to post stuff that I think is funny here and there. Alex is self-snitching about the garage power. Look. They're charging me 175 bucks a month for each garage. If they say, okay, we're going to shut those down. Okay, I'll, I'll take my shit out of there and put it somewhere else. Not a problem. Because I'm telling you, I, if I can't work in those garages, there's no reason to have them. I thought they were stricter, but I guess not. No, they're definitely not strict. The Tesla chargers connected to diesel generators is my favorite. So the problem with the Tesla is it has a negative connotation because of the psychos. Look, if you want... A vehicle for commuting only. I think a Prius is the best vehicle for commuting only. You don't do anything in that thing, but just drive. It is Toyota quality. It gets 45 to 50 miles a gallon. It looks like absolute butt cheeks. But if you don't care and you just want to get from point A to point B and you got your toys at home and you got your side-by-sides and you got your big truck and you got your Mustang and you got your muscle cars and your motorcycles and everything... That vehicle has a purpose. But the problem is this. 
the 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 fanatics of each vehicle have made it almost impossible to own one without being embarrassed because you're thought of as a soy boy. Look at what happens to Tesla owners. If you guys watch the uh, Wham Bam Tesla Cam channel on YouTube, every time they submit a video of a diesel truck rolling coal, it's usually a yee-yee positive, you know, wheels sticking out of the fender with lights in the uh, on the brakes, you know, to, to light up. It's usually some kid rolling coal on a Tesla because the Tesla has gotten the green, gay, soy boy, you're a weak bitch, but let one of those guys roll coal on a Model S Plaid that you will not outrun. And the guy is a hardcore right winger. He just wanted a fast EV and he got Harleys at home and shit. I can't wait till one of these dumb sons of bitches rolls coal on the wrong one and they teach him a lesson. Stop rolling coal on Model 3s. Roll it on a, you know, don't roll coal on anybody. I, look, I'm sick and tired of being lumped into tuning with diesel guys. I'm, I'm at that point where I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. Diesel's totally different than Mustang stuff. I, oh, we got to fight the same fight. Fuck that shit. Fuck you. If you're rolling coal and making tunes to roll coal, we are not the same. So don't lump me in with, don't lump me, and Alex Flores is saying this, not anybody else. Don't lump me in with diesel motherfuckers. Uh-uh. We're not on the same fucking ship. You're out there rolling coal doing dumb shit. Rolling coal on Teslas. Rolling coal on Priuses. I'm running E85. Sorry. Um, VIR tomorrow. Got any questions about road racing? I can ask. I, you, you got any questions about road racing? I can ask. Okay. Um, by the way, have you caught the picture of the charger with the factory specs as a decal of the quarter panel? No. Um, it was a joke, JD. Uh, FPNL Juno and St. Lucie have free charges for employees. Can't imagine why they're pushing electric, right? I just saw today that ACO is closed. Yes, ACO is closed. The guy got offered money and he was gone. See you later. Look, why are you surprised? Guys go to a track and expect $20 to cover super sticky glue, awesome hot dogs, and great pizza, and like seven ambulances and 30 fire trucks. And then 10 people show up for testing tune because they're going to sideshows. They're street racing. They're going to no prep top, you know, top back half events. So Echo's like, we're losing money here and we're only open six months out of the year. No Northeast track can survive being closed six months out of the year. What do you do in November, December, January, February, March? March, you may open up a little bit. But if you're closed five months out of the year and you're in the Northeast, it's just a matter of time before you close. <clears throat> I saw the video, man, and some people just are disrespectful. I can't stand pretentious people like diesel guys and their junk. Hell, most of them can't run from a dual motor performance Model 3. I agree. I remember some guy rolled coal on me in traffic and made him run a red light and almost crashed. Some guy ran, some guy rolled coal on me and the ZR1. That's right. He rolled coal on me and the ZR1. I just accelerated, got in front of him, and brake checked the shit out of him. Please run over my shit. Please run over my shit. You know what happened? He slammed on the brakes and went all sideways because his shit locked up. It was an older truck, and the back half went sideways, and he was like, and I was like, okay, you want to play that game? I don't care if you take out my, my ZR1. Blow it up. That thing ain't my baby. If it blows up, I get my insurance check. 
but you roll call on me, I will break check your shit. I am faster than you. I'm probably crazier than you. <laughs> Don't break. People break. People people roll call on people that have their windows open. What's this? I'm going to roll call. What do you think? If you get the wrong guy on a bad day, you can really get fucked up. But these guys get tunes to specifically roll call. We're not the same. Don't lump me in with any diesel tuner. Fuck that. And if a diesel tuner has a problem with it, too fucking bad. Um, Echo has been getting offers to sell for a while. Guess the money was finally right. They just hosted Pan American Nats this weekend. Not sure how many showed up, though. <laughs> what do you think about the 68 liter Mustang? Draggy killed the drag strip. You're not wrong. You're not wrong because before you had no idea what your car ran. You had no idea what your car mile an hour at the end of the quarter mile. You had no idea what your car 60 footed. You had no idea what your car did in the middle, blah, blah. Now, if you have grip, let's say you have a four wheel drive truck, RCSB or whatever, you can get within a tenth or two of what the track time would show you. You don't have to wait in line for anybody. You don't have to wear a helmet. You don't have to have a class legal cage or a time legal cage or parachute or anything. You just go to a street, put down some prep if you want, run a number, and know that if your mods actually change the performance of the vehicle. You're right. I think the draggy did kill the drag strip. Technology. Let's all go Dutch on some land and asphalt. Um, killing drag strips is like banning alcohol. Going to create more crime and deaths. Um, Alex, I'm seeing 105 on my short terms during what? You're fine. Is that telling me E85 is closer to E90? No. It could be many things. It could be the ethanol content is a little higher or your, or your, or your math data is off. Okay. Let's say you had pump gas and you dialed in your car on pump gas before you switched over to E85. Pump gas can have anywhere between 10% ethanol and 20% ethanol. So let's say you had on the lower end of ethanol. Let's say you had 10% or maybe lower percent of ethanol. And somebody dialed in your pump gas tunes, fuel trims, to be, to be within 3 to 5%. And at wide open throttle, your fuel trims are 1.01, 1.02. Okay, no problem. So now you get a batch of E85 and you finally work through the system and let's say it's running E87, E88, E86. Well, that 3% that was dialed in on E10 or, or slightly lower than E10, and you have actual 85% or more ethanol in the tank might show up as a little higher percentage, say 5%. So anything within 5%, do not stress. The factory cold air data on a Mustang, 2015 to 2024, is off seven to eight percent. I stopped even adjusting after that. Aren't Teslas the most American-made cars by the numbers? Yes, owning one would be the most patriotic car purchase you can make. Correct. Buy something, but but somehow buying one is gay. Exactly. The Model Y and Model Three were 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 proven to be the most American-made vehicle by far. So if I'm in my Model 3, let's say I'm uber American. Let's say I'm so American, I actually listen to shit-ass country music that makes no fucking sense. Country music is the most simple fucking music on the planet. There is no there's no metaphor. There is nothing. I woke up and I had, egg, I had eggs and grits. The, the cows in the back mooing away. And I was like, wow, I really love my land. Like, it's just like so pathetically 
literal that it's made for, no offense, simple-ass motherfuckers, right? And let's say I'm that guy, okay? I'm super America. I'm going to get me a Model 3 because I read on the newspaper that this son of a bitch is going to be the most American vehicle. And then you're driving down your shit-ass property somewhere in Kentucky. And some kid in a yee-yee mobile goes, Hey, what's up, homo? Rolls coal in your shit. And you go, well, I don't get it. I don't understand. Doesn't he know that this is more American than his his piece of junk? His exhaust is made in Korea. Can we sponsor a boxing match between DNA and that AED employee? I don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. What the fuck are you talking about? Alex trying to get that Viper money. Alex will fight you. I'm not going to fight you, but I'll, I'm going to I'm gonna get money from you. Like, if you roll call on my shit, I'll go right in front of your shit and stop and let you crash my shit and destroy the ZR1. I'll get paid. I'll get paid. Um, EV charger courtesy question. If a car is plugged in at the charging station, but fully charged and just taking up a plug, no, you cannot unplug it. <laughs> nope, you cannot unplug it. Okay, then that's crazy. So let's say, SVT Performance, you are one of those psychopaths that go to a gas station, leave the lever on until it clicks, right? All the other ones are taken up. I know yours clicked. I know your tank is full. I go, well, fuck that. I'm going to take it off, reset it. And how are you going to feel if someone did that to you? Not that they're doing anything wrong per se, but it's kind of like not good etiquette and not smart. Because for all you know, you probably think he probably ended up, you know, gassing his vehicle up with your shit. Like it's weird to unplug someone else's stuff. Don't touch anyone else's shit ever. I mean, it's real simple. The second most American brand is Toyota. Country people got, got hookworm. Country music is awesome, especially country rap. Please know I'm being sarcastic. Korea made dog power. Alex, wait till you hear the new country rap. Country stopped being country after like Johnny Cash and maybe a couple other guys. But country ain't country. Wasn't Taylor Swift a country music star? Now she's some basic white bitch that does pop. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Damn, son, don't call out Kentucky. No offense to Kentucky, but have you been to Kentucky? Isn't Kentucky where they got the big um, uh, ARC exhibit? <laughs> Nothing against the ARC. Alex, considering cat crashing the vet, that sounds like a good deal. How about the you? How about you? What is that? Sounds like a good deal. Scalping Nazi sounds like a damn good deal. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Is, he, is that supposed to be funny? Uh, don't touch other people's plugs. I saw lightning today with aftermarket blue rims. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Yee, yee man with a lump of tobacco in his lip. Rolls cold while blasting Old Town Road. Lil Nas X laughing my ass off. Look, Loxahatchee here is like that. If you know anything about Florida, South Florida specifically, Loxahatchee used to be a bunch of podunk white kids that had money. And they lived out in Loxahatchee. Locks life! And they had $100,000 trucks with these terrible offset wheels, stupid um, lights everywhere. And, you know, they wanted to act like being country was cool. You ain't country. You're in Palm Beach County, bro. You're not up in Yeehaw Junction. You're in Palm Beach County, one of the richest counties on earth. And you're out there trying to make it look like you're roughing it with your $100,000 truck. Boy, shut up. 
Um, what's up, Jason? I don't know. Kentucky has some decent chicken for fast food. What the fuck has been saying? I have no idea. I think he had a stroke in the middle of typing something. There is some good country out here, but a lot of it is for the simpletons. Carter TV says, hey, Alex, how bad is the gas mileage running? Three pumps constant for a four system. I don't really want to run the hop switch. I heard they failed. So Carter TV, I don't think you need to run three pumps at the same time. Two pumps at the same time is fine. I run two pumps at the same time in the GT500. But again, that is not a daily driver. That is not a commuter vehicle. Cars of coffee, back. Gas station, back. Half hour drive around, back. But if you're going to run that car constantly, it's probably a good idea to run one pump when you're not racing. Just one pump, do your thing. And the second two on a hop switch. Or run two constant. But three constant? You're just asking for trouble. You're just hating on Kentucky because has the bottomless Corvette eating pit. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong that uh, the Corvette Museum ate the Corvettes. And they actually made a, I mean, shout out to them. They made a uh, exhibit out of that. Trucks sound like getting clapped butt cheeks as they pass by. Now he's going to blame autocorrect. You know what I would love to do, guys? And I don't know if you guys would be into it, but I have the opportunity to do this. I have the opportunity to grab a, a Gen 2 EcoBoost motor, like a Raptor spec, Navigator spec EcoBoost motor with the slightly bigger turbos. They can make 400, maybe 500, and slap it on, on a car, like a, like a Fairmont. But the problem is, like, everything I do has to make money. And I think you guys would be more excited about a carbureted Coyote than an EcoBoost twin turbo Raptor spec deal and see what it runs. Because it sounds like shit. It's not going to be that impressive. Eights is not really that impressive anymore. I think you can squeeze 600, maybe 700 with a bunch of fueling and a bunch of, you know, maybe rods and pistons on an EcoBoost situation. But I have that opportunity and I always thought, but nobody cares. But the reason I'm saying this and I'm kind of just verbalizing my thoughts is because I wonder if you can make some kind of hybrid system. Boy, that sounds like it costs like, like a lot of money and have it do street stuff. Forget track stuff. Forget track stuff. I'm never going to make an all-wheel drive Fairmont. That just sounds ridiculous. But imagine if someone took a twin-turbo EcoBoost in an S550 and somehow was able to integrate a 200-horse motor like a Tesla motor. But again, we're talking big money here. All it needs to do is have some front-wheel drive capabilities. But I don't know how the hell I'd make that work. Like, I'd have to do a lot of thinking. It sounds like a lot of money. But I think it would be cool, but not necessarily a moneymaker. Because if it doesn't run nines on the street, it doesn't matter. Like an S550, let's say the red car, right? Red car. I'd say I was able to put a 3.5 EcoBoost, Raptor spec, tune it up, E85, do the right thing. And then somehow integrate a Tesla motor. 200 horse, all you need. Literally copy what the Corvette did. The Corvette's advantage is the motor's in the back. I don't know how I would make that work in an S550 Mustang. Didn't get recover the ZR1 that fell in there. Uh, didn't they recover? Daytona truck me had a huge impact in my opinion, running, ruining the car scene. Okay. Daytona truck anything? Truck anything is a nightmare. Just like bike anything is a nightmare. I, I don't know that Mustang week is a nightmare. Did you see the other day that they posted somewhere that said no burnouts during Mustang week? No burnouts during Mustang. Do you know Mustang owners are probably the gayest, especially S550 owners and up, probably the gayest sons of bitches on the planet. They're going to be burble, popping, burning out, sideshow. Wait until Mustang week this year hits and a couple of sideshows break out. You're now clashing people. 
You're clashing the boomer. You're clashing the zoomer. You're clashing the Gen Xer and the millennial together in Myrtle Beach. Oh my Lord. That's going to be a clash of a clash of personalities, a clash of culture. It's going to be an absolute shit show. I can't wait to see the Facebook posts, Instagram posts of sideshows, burble tunes, diesel pop, unreal. I can't wait. I can't wait. Though guys that put a hundred thousand dollars into an 05 Chevy cat eye, like, yeah, you really, uh, dom from the sticks, drum from the sticks. Would a 535 pump be too much? I got a 535 and 47 for free. Too much for what? Too much for what? If you have a regulator, you can have a, a, a thousand liter per hour pump. If it's regulated properly, who cares? You sound like your brother. No, you're right. But the thing is, I'm actually trying to make it. He, <laughs> I can make an EcoBoost fit into a Mustang. 3.5 Raptor spec, blah, blah, blah. Because there's swaps. There's, there's Coyote. I'm sorry. There are um, control packs. Ford Racing has control packs for 3.5 EcoBoost, but I don't know if they have control packs for the Gen 2 3.5 EcoBoost that are port and direct injected. But I'd be interested to see what it would do on E85, bigger turbos, do dumb shit, and then figure out some kind of way of making it all-wheel drive because I think that'd be cool, but I don't think anyone would care. That's why I'm like, I haven't gone, you know, that's like a $50,000 project. <clears throat> Your brother just needs Turvy's car and a stick and the welder will do it. Didn't someone put an F-150 Eco in a V6 S197 for years ago? How much torque do you think 600 EcoBoost would make? A 600 horsepower EcoBoost would make? Probably about the same, no? What is the front axle drive setup on an Explorer ST? Ah, that's an interesting question. I only like Ghost Cam Tune. That's it. Okay. Uh, Alex, look up Orbix Civic Type R. A company put electric motors on the rear wheels to make it all-wheel drive. The motors are at, the motors added 50 to 70 torque each wheel. That's what I'm saying. Because the IRS configuration of a Mustang, not IRS configuration, but I think hub-driven electric motors similar to what the the, the, the gray matter or dark matter um, Koenigsegg motors or whatever. What are they called? The dark matter motors. Dark matter motors. Dark, dark matter. But again, we're talking $20,000. Here's how Koenigsegg's dark matter motors work. Oh my God. If, if it's Koenigsegg's, it's going to be $100,000. It's going to be proprietary technology. They're not going to let you have it. They're not going to let you do shit. Um, oh my God. Right here. Boutique Swedish automaker Koenigsegg recently unveiled the production version of its Hemera hypercar. It's a hybrid powered by two available combustion engines as well as a single powerful electric motor known as the dark matter. How is it so small and so powerful? We don't have extensive details on the device, but we can tell you a lot by Christian von Koenigsegg's company's founder has to say about it. The motor, which will appear to be encased in a forged carbon fiber, weighs under 40 kilograms, 80 pounds. Koenigsegg claims that it produces 800 horsepower. That's about 600 kilowatts. Figure which would be more useful for, for our purposes. Since we know the Hemera operates 800 volts, it's going to take 750 amps or current to generate the peak kilowatt figure. That's a lot of current. This hub mounted or mounted somewhere to drive the front wheels bro i mean novel idea but until i see this on a car i don't care until i see mr von kunisegg's hemera run an eight second quarter mile with the dark matter motors working with four passengers and luggage as he claims and it makes two thousand horsepower don't talk to me show me what that car can do zero to 60 with, with with all of the nannies working and then i'll listen Again, I'm not a millionaire. I don't have anywhere near the resources to come even close to that stuff. I don't even think I'll be able to get a, a, a factory tour. But until I see that perform, I don't care. Just like 
Elon Musk and his roadster. He's been talking about the roadster nonstop, roadster, roadster, roadster. Now, now the Cybertruck is going to be interesting. Now it's going to be in production. He supposedly said those things were 10 second capable. If a Cybertruck, the top tier trim, runs a 10 second quarter mile, the Roadster might end up being a freaking low eight second or high seven second car on the street. There's 800 to 900 horsepower, 35 Eco Boost F-150s. Badass. That'd be cool. I can't wait to see who wins the curb hopping competition. Yeah, I have a regulator for the 335, but someone was saying I just ruined the pump because it would just be utilizing enough of the pump, which sounded like bullshit to me. Oh, my God. 3.5 EcoBoost turbos on 3.7 Stang makes 500 horsepower easy. It being six-phase motor is pretty cool. LFE is a hub motor company. Lordstown Motors truck has them. So does the workhorse. Stock, ticker, WHKS, and a ride. Got it. Damn, 900 horsepower EcoBoost sounds fun. Time for bumble swipes. Uh, endurance truck has hub motors. Nice. Um, we'll definitely run eights. All these other cars perform. I understand, but I need to see it. I haven't seen those motors performing anything yet. Conasec electric motors looks like the Borg. Con Knowing Koenigsegg, it probably is going to run nine with four people in it. That's not that impressive. That's not that impressive. 9.99 with four people in it and 2,000 horsepower? It's not that impressive. I think you could do that with an F-150 right now. That'll never happen. Can't take it out of the wrapping or depreciate a few million. Exactly. That'll happen before Xander 13 runs an eight in the quarter mile. Not happening. Oof. What, what, why is he catching flack here? Why is Xander catching any flack here? Xander, I did not co-sign on that, but it's still funny. Bill 2JZ Lexus says, Kunisek is really big on E85 too, so hopefully that helps keep the ice going. Imagine making more power on a CL35 compared to a sealed Godzilla. Oh, look, I'd love to do it, but the problem is this, the support. I don't think Lund would be interested. I don't think Jake would be interested. And those are the only two people I trust to take on a project like that. Jake and I had a crazy idea to do something to the GT500 before I owned it. When he owned it for a little while before he sold it to the uh, previous owner that, that, that I bought it from, he had some crazy ideas. But I said, for what? Like, unless you can make a product. But, but electrification is going to be a thing. But I think it is heresy to make something fully electric that everyone knows is ice. Like, I've seen electric-powered 65 Cobra replicas, and I think that is just heresy. I think it's just awful. Alex, when Dino GT500, did Ice Tank make much of a difference in horsepower? 100 horsepower, D-Rock Fox. Go back and look at the video. I actually went on the Dino with 105 IATs or 120 IATs, and it made 1,000 horsepower. With Ice, it made on the same tune, on the same day, the next run, made another 100 horsepower. Dense air, cold air makes power. I want to see how fast the Roadster Plaid is going to be because it should be nuts. Does Lund tune Explorer STs? Yes, we do. We tune Explorer STs. Lund Racing owns two of them. I don't know if you guys know this. Lund Racing owns a, an Explorer ST. Nardi owns an Explorer ST tuned by us. So we tune Explorer STs nonstop. That's what I'm saying, Joe Swish. If it doesn't run eights with a 2,000 horsepower, it ain't shit. Hemera is supposed to be also stupid fast, like 250 miles an hour. MPT, I think it's in Florida, and they do a lot of EcoBoost tuning. Yes. If I, look, EcoBoost trucks. If you want to go fast, fast, go to MPT. They probably have more data than we do. We tune EcoBoost trucks, but we don't care to do E50, E55, and hop it. I don't care about that shit. Don't care. There's no market, and the market. If there is a market, it is tiny. Xander will go eight before the Mustang lifestyle goes nines in a GT500. Oh my god, 
He still hasn't got nines in a twin turbo GT500. Doesn't it make like 1,200 horsepower? You could cut a 1660 foot and still run well into the nines with a, with a, with a GT500. I have a buddy that has an 11 second EcoBoost Explorer. Not sure who he's tuned by. Probably MPT. Well, we've tuned um, 11 second Explorers also. Love the idea of adding a hybrid system to make ice rule drive car to all the drive car. Me too. I got to look into it, but the problem is this. Money, time, and the team you put around you. See, you're only as good as the team that you put around you. Jake is, in my opinion, the only guy that has the know-how and the ability to make it happen. He runs a very busy, busy business. Lund Racing would be the people to tune the EcoBoost stuff. And I'd be willing to do meth down its throat. I'd be willing to do E85 conversion. I'd be willing to do whatever it took to make it work. But I don't think that they're that interested. I just don't think that to lock Junior down to do one cool project, he'd probably go, how can I make money on it? And I'm like, it's not about making money. It's about me doing cool shit. And I don't think he'd be interested. So that, in my opinion, that's my roadblock. So unless I'm willing to do it and blow up a couple of things, I mean, depending on how good the YouTube channel does, but again, it's not doing that good. It would be, okay, it's doing that good if I didn't have the ZR1 and the GT500. Like if I had no project vehicles and I said, okay, let me take on a hybrid SI50, twin turbo EcoBoost, E85, blah, 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 blah. Okay, it could be, I can do it. But currently with the GT500, the ZR1, no, no way. Um, the black GT500 runs 9.1 stick in the quarter mile, but it's sub 3,000 pounds. Exactly. My mom is faster than any car in production. My mom is faster than any car in production. Okay. He has the single turbo GT500 in a stick. Nice build actually. Okay. Uh, would be cool to add the hybrid motor to a Mustang just to launch all the drive. There's no cheap way to do that. Exactly. And again, not track stuff, street stuff. I don't care about track stuff. Track stuff doesn't matter because nines is not impressive on the track. Nines is impressive on the street, all-wheel drive, in my opinion. Roll would be awful. A single turbo card Coyote in Hush Money would be awesome. Ah, uh, I could do it. It'd be a Gen 3 motor, DI Delete, which we've proven that works, carbureted. Um, single turbo, though, I'd have to disagree with you there. I don't like single turbo. I don't, I don't like the thought of single turbo. I like the thought of supercharger. Supercharger carbureted, I think I think that'd be cooler. Like the four and a half, four, imagine the four or five Whipple on top of a Gen 3 motor with two carburetors on top. Stupid, probably dumb, but kind of cool. Same time, in my opinion. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. It's 926. I've been on for an hour and 26 minutes. That's enough. So just to recap, again, what we did today is we talked about the 2024 Mustang Dark Horse is already being marked up by dealerships in New York. By $91,000. Also, we talked about the, what is it called? The Skyline name is going to end up in an EV SUV. Sacrilege, JDM boys are not going to be happy about that. We also talked about, <laughs> we also talked about, what's his name? Jim Farley blocking somebody because he simply asked him where the profits were for EV Ford stuff. You'll, we also talked last week about Ford dumping $10,000 off of the F-150. We also talked about the future of ICE. Might, this might be the last couple of years before they retool to electric because the government wants all electric bullshit by 2030-something. But again, I think the luxury car makers are still going to be able to offer badass ICE 
vehicles. It's not going away. It's going to cost $100,000 to get your hands on it. That's just how it's going to be. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll be back on Sunday, Sunday morning to, to uh, hang out with the peasants, talk some shit for an hour and a half on Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m., and then I will release a video more than likely tomorrow updating everybody on the GT500. I will show you time lapse of me installing the motor, time lapse of me installing the transmission, and just showing you some of the up-to-date progress of the GT500 quote-unquote build so that you are up-to-date. If you remember, you already have an update video. This video will have some of that footage in it, but it will also have install, header install, trans, everything that uh, you didn't see on that video that you ended up seeing like an update for basically me putting the headers on me putting the clutch in me putting the trans on putting the motor in that's a time-lapse video that i think you guys would enjoy so be on the lookout for that tomorrow at about 5 p.m eastern standard time so you can get updated on the gt500 and then we'll probably get working on the zero one there's a new cold air i'm going to test out and the fox body needs a new clutch so i'll be putting that up in the air this weekend and taking the clutch out to see what failed and see what clutch is even in it and what trans is in it because i have no idea so it'll be a fact-finding mission so there'll be wrenching videos coming up real soon all right guys i'm out of here i'll see you sunday have a good rest of your thursday i'll see you tomorrow more than likely premiering a video for the gt500 and then we'll do some more live stuff on sunday 9 30 a.m have a good one guys see you later bye